y'all, it's Ashes, and welcome back to another episode of Simply Put. Today we're going to talk about uh, the same shit we always talk about, uh, racism and how it affects my life. And if I sound a little bit angry, it's not necessarily because I'm angry at any of you guys. I'm currently driving my mother uh, back home. Well, not my mom. I'm driving my car and the kids, and my husband is driving my mom back home. Um, And if you follow me over on Simply Ashes on Patreon... I'm going to explain a little bit why I've been absent and why I had said I would be absent for the foreseeable future, which isn't the foreseeable future. Like, I miss you guys, so I'm going to come back as soon as I can. But I want to talk about racism in medicine, again, because it hits me from another perspective. And it's one that I didn't think about, that I think that it's really important that everybody understands. Because I'm a biracial child. I'm, you know, 32. But I'm somebody's biracial child. And that means some things. And currently, it means that my mom's brain is deteriorating. And she can't remember that I had my son. And she doesn't always recognize my daughter. And she's kind of really fucking mean sometimes. And she has good days and she has bad days, but... Um, The bad days are starting to outnumber the good days, and the good days are not that great. And they may be great for her, don't get me wrong, Um, but they're not great memories for me to have or for me to make. And yes, I'm about to make my mom's diagnosis all about me because I'm failing her. And I don't know that there's anything that I can do about it. So I want you to think about your parents or somebody who has been a parent to you and understand that there's a time where we have to choose whether or not we're going to take care of our parents as they get older. And my mom is not that old. She's 69. She just turned 69. Um, And I want you to think about your ability to advocate to them and what barriers you might have. Some of you are shy. Some of you don't understand medicine very well, even when you research it. And I mean, like, actual research, not just, like, look up a random Google article from CNN. Um, But actually look into whatever they have and try to to be there and respond the best that you can, no matter how, how close or far you are away. And all the things that impede doctors from taking you seriously. Now I want to add in that you're a black girl who only sort of looks like her mom trying to advocate for a mother who can't advocate for herself, getting power of attorneys of all sorts now, legal documents, trying to protect her from anything that she needs protecting from because now she's vulnerable. And I noticed something was was starting to go wrong in April and we're filming, recording in August. And, And I already see the look in her eye, the slightly bit of aggression um, and, and she had her neurologist appointment yesterday, which is why she came up in the first place and she didn't want me to drive her. And she ended up getting in an accident and it wasn't bad. Like both cars are fine. Her chest 
really hurts, but she won't go see anybody because she doesn't feel like it. Um, Michigan's a no-fault state, so it's going to fuck up everybody's insurance, but she ended up, she hit a, hit a car that was stopped at a traffic light. And she called me, and they talked to me for a little bit. It seemed like she didn't necessarily have, it was either hit the car in front of her or be hit by somebody going much faster. And it is what it is. I, I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, I do know that I feel uncomfortable with her driving two hours back home. So right now my husband is in the car in front of me and I'm in the car right here. Uh, you guys are going through my speakers while I sit here and think about how yesterday I couldn't advocate for her. Yesterday I wasn't allowed to advocate for her. And because I wasn't allowed to advocate for her now, she has walking therapy, which I don't really know how much help that's going to be, considering her, like, the bones in her feet are also deteriorating. So I'm not really sure how much better she's ever going to be able to walk. Um, and a diagnosis of hyperthyroidism from her neurologist neither of which had anything to do with while she was there. She was there because her brain scan showed that her brain was deteriorating at a faster rate than was normal for her age. And he talked about her thyroid and the way that she walked. And yes, she falls. Um, she totally falls, and I think that walking therapy could help with a lot of things, but that is not why she was there. And instead of actually taking anything seriously said I don't really know what's causing this smoking can do that so stop smoking and take a daily aspirin and that's that's all I have for you today at a specialist appointment and all I could do was send in a note with her of the stuff that I wanted covered and that was it COVID protocol can only have one person in their office unless there's a medical power of attorney in place. And because I've waited to do that with my mom because I didn't want I didn't want to have the discussion. Uh, and I I didn't want to have the discussion and I don't know that I'm the right person do that for her. I know I'm the right person. Like, I know that I am the person who should be doing this, but I don't know that I am the person that doctors will take seriously when I walk into a room. And I don't know whether that will help her or hurt her, because I can read all of the new sound research that suggests that Benadryl has ties, extended Benadryl use has ties to, um, has ties to early onset dementia, but they're not even calling it that. And she's had to use Benadryl every day for almost as long as I was born, as, as, as long as I've been alive, as prescribed to her doctor. But instead of even considering that that might be part of the issue, he told her to stop smoking so that it doesn't get any worse. But didn't pinpoint what the issue was and didn't give her anything else to do to keep it from getting worse, just stop smoking. No change in her diet, no change in her daily activities, except for smoking, which she doesn't even do anymore, because let's face it, she sits there, and she's got it in her mouth, but she forgets to light it. Didn't offer her a prescription 
for quitting smoking, didn't think that maybe her diet or malnutrition might have something to do with it because now she forgets to eat. Your average skeleton weighs, what, 60 pounds? And my mom weighs 84. And I couldn't help her. And I know that this is a quick episode. I'm obviously busy doing other things. But I... I wanted to share this. Because I know that a lot of my followers are getting up there. And... I am also getting up there, and if we are getting up there, then our parents are getting up there, and eventually it might be one of our responsibilities. My mom, my mom is an only child, my mom is not an only child, but I'm my mom's only child, so she doesn't have anybody else, just me, and now I have to worry every single day whether medical professionals are going to take me seriously because I'm black and they don't take black women seriously in medicine. Um, So that's really all I have to say about it. Um, I will be back uh, soon and I will publish little small things the best that I can. But things over here are a little rough and I'm a mom first and I've got to take care of my little. But until next time you hear from me, Stay safe.